Okay, so um, the episode today is how to track alcohol. Um, This is a super tricky nutrient, quote unquote. It's not really a nutrient, but it does have calories. Um, So uh, for accuracy purposes, you really should be tracking alcohol um, consumed. Um, so the problem is most tracking apps like my fitness pal and my net diary, even if they list the calories from alcohol, they don't have any associated macronutrient data. So you'll find that even though the calories are there, your, your macronutrient data is not going to, um, be there. So you're not getting an accurate macro uh, data for the day if you drink alcohol. So I'm going to show you um, how exactly to input that accurately into a tracking app. (sighs) It is a little bit annoying because it is very different than the other macronutrients. Um, So I would say the easiest and most precise way to go about tracking alcohol is to (laughs) download yet another app. (laughs) This app is called WAG. W-A-G, the WAG app. Um, I like this app because it allows you to track alcohol as both a carb and a fat combined, which is the most precise way to track alcohol. Sometimes people say you can track it as either or, either a fat or a carb. Um, Personally, I think that alcohol is both. Um, and then pure alcohol, like a vodka or a gin, you know, something that's like 80 proof that is, that probably behaves more along the lines of a fat than a carb. But if you're having wine or beer, that should be tracked as both a carb and a fat, perhaps a little bit more as a carb than a fat, but it will, um, It'll raise your blood sugar, so it does behave as a carbohydrate, but it also adds fat. So in a sense, it also behaves as a fat as well. Um, So as you can tell, alcohol is a very expensive nutrient, calorically speaking. So when at all possible, if you're on a fitness journey or trying to lose body fat, this is not going to be a helpful substance to consume. Um, now, for social purposes, you know, you're probably going to be drinking every once in a while. So I don't like to take that away from people. You can work it in if, you know, if you um, prepare for it, but it is fairly expensive to consume in terms of macros and calories. Okay, so if you download the WAG app, um, what you'll need to know is what is the percent alcohol um, that you're drinking. And this will be listed on the label of any wine or beer that you consume. So say you're having a typical 12 ounce beer. Um, it's some type of, the IPAs will have more percent alcohol. If it's a light beer, it'll be around 5%. Um, if it's an IPA, it could have as much as 7% alcohol by volume. 
Okay, so um, find that information on the label. You'll be able to easily input that in the WAG app. Fi uh, let's go with 5% for the sake of this example. Okay, so 5% alcohol and you consumed 12 fluid ounces, typical beer size. Um, so then the app is going to display exactly how many carbs and fat that comes down to. And you actually can control how you want to track it versus um, do you want that calorie budget to go into your carb bucket or do you want it to go into your fat bucket? I do 50-50. Um, I'll track it as 50% uh, carbohydrate and 50% fat. Um, so it is a little bit convoluted. It's a two-step process. So once you get um, how the grams of carbohydrate and the grams of fat displayed on the WAG app, um, I will then go into my tracking app, such as uh, MyNet Diary, and I will find um, a food substance that is 100% carb or 100% fat in order for macronutrients to be displayed. Because if you input beer, quote unquote, it, the macro data is just blank. So um, say um, the WAG app is telling me um, to track as oh, 9 grams of fat. Um, I will find something like olive oil and input 9 grams of that. And then um, say the WAG app displayed nine grams of fat, but also 18 grams of carbs. So then I'll find something that is 100% pure carb, such as white rice, and input 18 grams of that. Okay, so now I know that the macronutrient data um, in my tracking app is actually accurate. Uh, so a little bit convoluted, it's a two-step process, but that's probably the most precise way to get macronutrient data to be displayed. Um, now, if you're having a mixed drink, like, a, say, a gin and tonic, ooh, that's my favorite, um, you can actually find that drink already displayed in MyFitnessPal or MyNetDiary, so you don't actually have to use the WAG app a lot of mixed drinks will already have uh, macro data. So that's kind of nice. This is just for um, alcohol that does not have a nutrition label or um, uh, macronutrient data available. So this is how you do it. Now, um, there's plenty of reasons on a fitness journey why you don't want to drink. So let's talk about some of those. Uh, number one, it's, um, it's going to interfere with your sleep. No matter how you think you're sleeping, it's going to interfere. So even if you don't feel hungover the next day, you might notice you're a little bit more tired. That's because you did not get the best quality of sleep. If you're lucky, maybe you are a sound sleeper after a little bit of alcohol and that's great, wonderful, but most people are not going to sleep well after having some form of alcohol. Maybe they can fall asleep easily, but it might wake them up in the early morning and that is because it is raising your cortisol levels. 
Um, and then there's always the potential that you might actually be hungover, in which case you're going to have more food cravings and probably consume more calories the next day, especially in the form of sugar. There's something about missed sleep and feeling hungover that makes you crave sugary and super fat laden food. Um, so you're more likely to overeat the next day. Um, and then we have changes in the gut microbiome. Alcohol is not good for the gut. Um, that is going to influence your, um, your gut bacteria. It's going to alter the flora uh, to make you crave more sugar. So that's also not helpful on a fitness journey. And then there's the liver. Um, alcohol, it has to be filtered out by the liver. So if it's if the liver is always receiving um, and filtering alcohol, it's not going to have time to filter out other things like hormones. So if your liver is always congested filtering alcohol, um, that is that that potentially can lead to a buildup of hormones, uh, estrogen dominance for one thing. It's not going to be able to filter out that excess estrogen. Um, and when you're estrogenic, it's going to be a little bit harder to lose weight. So you might find yourself in this cycle of not really being able to lose weight. Maybe that's the reason you've plateaued um, and, and you just can't make any more progress. And no matter what you do, no, no matter you know how closely you watch your calories and exercise, if you're kind of on this cycle of drinking too much um, or drinking too much for your body type, you might find it is going to be harder to lose weight. So those are some of the reasons why you don't really want to have it as a regular in your diet. Um, but for practical purposes, I mean, like there are going to be times when most of us have a drink socially or whatnot. So, I mean, feel free uh, to enjoy those times, but just know how you have to track it accurately and um, have some mitigation strategies in place, such as maybe saving up some carbs and fat, kind of banking some macronutrients to make room for the alcohol that you're going to drink. Um, and then just be aware that the next day you might experience more food cravings. So just, um, you know, increase your awareness around that so you can kind of stay one step ahead. And finally, alcohol is a little bit deceptive, and here's why. Um, so after a night of drinking or even just a couple of drinks, you might notice when you step on the scale in the morning, um, it could be down by a couple of pounds. And so it deceptively tricks you into thinking that you can eat more the next day or that you've somehow lost body fat. Um, but the body fat is still there. The calories that you consumed from the alcohol and likely, you know, the snacks that went along with the alcohol or the meal that went along with the alcohol, those calories are there. They're still on your body. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't magically disappear. Um, you know, maybe you were dancing, moving around, walking home from a bar, whatever. Those calories are still there. They weren't burned up. Um, you're just dehydrated. That's a water weight fluctuation the next morning. You also might uh, feel a little bit leaner. Stomach might be kind of flat. Um, but again, that's just because you're dehydrated. So um, the scale might be down. So in your mind, you're thinking, great, I feel flat. I'm leaner. Um, the scale is down. So I'm going to have like a big meal today. So then you're adding even more calories. 
So that's kind of the cycle that people tend to get hooked on when they drink. Um, and that's how things can kind of be a little bit deceptive and um, contribute to weight loss plateaus. So you might be one of those people that's like, gosh, why can't I lose weight? I just don't know what's going on. It must be my metabolism. Well, if you're drinking alcohol, this is one of the scenarios in which um, it's kind of tricking you. So that is also just something to be aware of in addition to um, knowing how to track um, macros from alcohol.